Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Barag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Every Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. shares a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with the last day's prophecies right from the Bible. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It's our hope that these Bible prophecy updates that we share with you will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Pastor J.D. shares the hopelessness of the current circumstances in our world today. Though it seems like everything is going well in the world, evil and wickedness is increasing. Pastor J.D. will share that the only way he can make it through each day is because of the blessed hope of the return of Jesus. Truly, this must be our hope each and every day. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 1st, 2018. As I was preparing for today's update, I found myself somewhat conflicted, uh, maybe troubled is a better word, in my heart. I, like you, I'm sure you uh, have been watching what's happening uh, here in America. It's very grievous and um, sad, discouraging, upsetting. I had to take some time and step back. And in so doing, like David, I sought to encourage myself in the Lord. And he's always so faithful. He settled my heart and just gave me a peace, that peace that Jesus said he gives, not as the world gives, that peace that the Apostle Paul writing to the Philippians says will surpass human understanding. Yes, what's happening in the world, particularly here in America, is very grievous and disheartening, but God. The world is becoming more and more evil, seemingly, by the day. Uh, But God will work it for good in order to bring it about that many will be saved. In America, and I would even venture to say that here in Hawaii, we're sort of insulated from what's going on in other parts of the world. I'm mindful of our brothers and sisters in Christ in other countries that face death, day in and day out, because they're believers in and followers of Jesus Christ. We take for granted that which we have in this country. And here in Hawaii, it's even more so 
I would suggest. But when you go outside the borders, sorry to use that word, (laughs) of this country, and you see what happens in other countries, it's a It's pretty eye-opening. Here's the thing. It's important to understand that Satan is behind this. Everything that we see happening, all the evil that we see happening, is demonic and satanic, and our battle is not against one another. It's not a battle between conservatives and liberals, Republicans and Democrats, Christians and Muslims. I mean, you can just take that list as far as you want. When we get to Ephesians 6, I can't wait. The Apostle Paul says, we wrestle, key word, not against flesh and blood, against people. But see, that's what Satan wants us to do. He wants us to bite and devour and destroy each other. Jesus said that, The enemy, the thief, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came to give you life and life more abundantly. That's not in a material sense, please. That's that that spirit-filled life that we just got done talking about in Ephesians. Here's the truth. This is a spiritual war that's being fought in the spiritual realm, and it's for the souls of mankind. And as the end draws near, and the end is drawing near, this spiritual war is intensifying. That's what's really going on. That's what we see happening, certainly here in America, but even perhaps more importantly, in Israel as well. Now, I know that, uh, and I actually almost in some ways wear it as a badge of honor, but uh, this might sound gloom and doom, or doom and gloom. I'm not sure how that goes, but doom and gloom. (laughs) But I have to say, because it's the truth, that according to God's Word, it's going to get even worse. Oh, pastor, come on, man. You don't get out much, do you? No, I actually don't. I mean, things are actually pretty good. Well, okay. Yeah, but things are great again. America is great again. Are you putting your hope in that? What are you saying, Pastor? Well, my Bible tells me that what's going to happen at the time of the end will be that of Bible prophecy being fulfilled in very specific ways. And specific prophecies concerning the sudden destruction that is coming when everybody's saying it's great, there's peace, there's security. And also, when it comes to specifically 
Israel, and even more specifically, Jerusalem. I want to draw your attention to a prophecy in the Bible. Most will be familiar with it. It was written over 2,500 years ago, and I will argue that we are seeing this specific prophecy beginning to come to pass exactly and precisely as we were told it would. It's Zechariah chapter 12. I want to read verses 1 through 3. The burden of the word of the Lord against Israel. Another translation renders it a prophecy concerning Israel. Thus says the Lord, who stretches out the heavens, lays the foundation of the earth, and forms the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness to all the surrounding peoples when they lay siege against Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all peoples. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all nations of the earth are gathered against it. Please hear me out, and you'll forgive me for saying this, but Bible prophecy does not center on America. Nobody's saying amen on that, so we'll just leave it at that. How's that? I realize there are those who would disagree, but let's agree to disagree agreeably America is not in Bible prophecy. You can try to force America into the text and say, well, that's referring to the United States of America, but let's be honest. Something is going to happen to the once most powerful nation on earth to explain her conspicuous absence from the pages of Bible prophecy. And by the way, so we're clear The United States of America is not at the center. Jerusalem is. I'll never forget many years ago when I was in Russia, I was teaching at the uh, Bible college there in Moscow, and the students uh, took me uh, to this map on the wall. And they 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 said, look at this map. Do you see anything different about it? And I'm I'm looking at the map, you know, just, (laughs) you know, it's like a map of the world. They said, well, what do you notice about it? And... Finally, one of the students, wanting to help the teacher out, <laughs> said, uh, notice what's at the center of the map. Maybe better said, what's not at the center of the map? Because you know what the center of our maps is? America. America was not the center of this map in Moscow, Russia. Russia was. I say that to say this. God has a map too. You know what's at the center of his map? Thank you. Does that mean God doesn't love America? God hasn't blessed America? Absolutely not. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is it's not centered on America. What's happening in America, even to America, is important. But one need look no further than to Jerusalem, the city which God chose out of all of the cities of all of the tribes of all of Israel to literally put his name on Jerusalem. 
Look to Jerusalem, and you'll understand the lateness and the urgency of the hour. I want to draw your attention to important developments concerning Jerusalem that took place in meetings this last week. And I want to start with this Jerusalem Post report about Jordan's King Abdullah meeting with President Trump at the White House on Monday. In the meeting, he stressed, Abdullah, that East Jerusalem must be the capital of a future independent Palestinian state. Speaking with the president days after hosting his top aides, speaking of Kushner and Greenblatt, in Amman, Jordan, for talks on the administration's upcoming Middle East peace plan, Abdullah told Trump that a traditional framework for a two-state solution remains a, quote, foremost priority for Jordanians. Discussing the peace process, His Majesty stressed that the two-state solution, which guarantees the establishment of an independent Palestinian state on, get this, Palestinian national soil, with East Jerusalem as its capital, is the only way to end the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, and it is the cornerstone of achieving security and stability, security and stability in the entire region. Let me just go on record. Perhaps it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. There's no such thing as a Palestinian. I grew up believing, being told that I was a Palestinian, only to find out that after I came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, there's no such thing as a Palestinian. I'm an Arab, but there's no such thing as a Palestinian. And, by the way, (laughs) there's no such thing as Palestinian soil. Oh yeah, but I thought it was called the land of Palestine. Yeah, you, you know why? In the second century AD, when... Jerusalem, Jerusalem was conquered. They named Jerusalem after the city uh, and the name of the arch enemy of the Jews, the Philistines. Philistia, translated Palestine, Philistine, Palestinian. There's no Palestinian land. This is why it drives me absolutely crazy, and I didn't want to go there, but I just did. It drives me absolutely crazy when I hear Bible teachers, good Bible teachers, refer to the land of Israel as Palestine. And it just, it, it, ah, okay, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to get my blood pressure back up. On the same day, Al-Arabiya published a report about the kingdom of Saudi Arabia affirming their adherence to peace based on the two-state solution. The kingdom also emphasized that the Arab Peace Initiative is a, quote, strategic option to find a comprehensive and just solution to the Palestinian issue and end the Arab-Israeli conflict. This came in the kingdom's speech on Monday before the UN Security Council session 
in the open debate delivered by the Deputy Permanent Representative of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to the United Nations, Dr. Khalid Menzlawi, who said, and I quote, the Palestinian people have suffered a long period of unjust occupation, oppressive and racist policies of oppression and illegal settlement incursions. Adding that Saudi Arabia, this is Saudi Arabia, is still in solidarity with the Palestinian cause. Please know, and again, maybe it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, that this two-state solution is Hitler's final solution repackaged and reinvented. What was Hitler's final solution? The elimination, the extermination, the termination of all of the Jews. And that is exactly what the Palestinians so-called want to do. They don't want peace with Israel. They want the destruction of Israel. That's what this two-state solution is all about. Well, did you hear about this on Wednesday? This is interesting. Prince William, who knew? It's being dubbed a historic royal visit to the region. However, according to the Times of Israel, Prince William is said to have refused to meet with Mer Barakat in Jerusalem. Apparently, a meeting by the prince with the mayor in Jerusalem would have implied an unacceptable degree of British recognition of Israeli rights in the city. Barkat refused the offer and conveyed the message that if they could not meet in Jerusalem, he would rather they not meet at all. Good for him. Barkat's aides were quoted as saying that the unprecedented royal visit to Israel is important and appropriate, but that Israel has only one capital the united Jerusalem, and that he refused to meet the prince elsewhere out of respect for Jerusalem. In a statement, the British Foreign Office did not comment directly on the prince's words. Did you hear about what he said? Oh, uh, let me quote Prince William. In a statement he made to Mahmoud Abbas, He said, I'm glad our two countries, Britain and Palestine, our two countries work so closely together. But said, the UK government supports the creation of a sovereign, independent, and viable Palestinian state listen, living in peace and security side by side with Israel. It added, listen very carefully, the UK will recognize a Palestinian state at a time when it can best help to bring about peace. It's this last statement by the UK government suggesting that living in peace and security 
and the recognition of a Palestinian state at a time to best help bring about peace? Well, I would submit that that time is now. And I say that because, and doubtless you've heard it said, and you see it there on the screen, that Israel is God's prophetic clock. Well, I'm going to take it further and say that Israel is the minute hand, but Jerusalem is the second hand on that clock. Again, you look at Jerusalem. Everything centers on Jerusalem, as one has called it. It's the epicenter, the epicenter. You want to know what time it is on God's prophetic clock? You want to see where we're at on God's map? Look at Jerusalem. And all of a sudden now, exactly as Zechariah 2,500 plus years ago said and prophesied, it is happening. If it is now, and I believe it is, then I think it would be virtually impossible to overstate the importance of the implications. In other words, if that time is now, then it's now time to get serious about the things of God. Will you just give me a a couple few more minutes here? I want to read Romans 13, verses 11 through 14. The Apostle Paul is writing to the church in Rome, and he says, Do this, understanding the present time, knowing what time it is on that clock. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. Why? Because our salvation is nearer now, keyword now, than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. May I remind you, may I humbly remind you, this is to Christians. In other words, he wrote this to Christians, telling them that they're sleeping. And it's time to wake up. It's time to get dressed put on Jesus Christ, and put off those things that have managed to take up residence in your Christian life that have no business belonging there. Our salvation draws nearer. Now. Now is the time. Have you seen what time it is? Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. 
The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's prophecy update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this prophecy update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to inspiritandtruthradio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.